And welcome to Crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. He's Louis DiBiase of Locked On Eagles, and it's a big crossover Thursday. The Eagles coming off a bye, undefeated 6-0 against the 2-5 and Steelers, looking for an identity coming off a tough Monday night or Sunday night loss, loss to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, as always, you can find both of our shows on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Make sure if you if you're seeing this today on YouTube, hit the like button on the video. Subscribe to the to the, to the channels if you're an Eagles fan or a Steelers fan. Um, you know, just to get all of your daily content there. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is, is much fun and easy to play. It's easy daily fantasy. All you got to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money with any entry. Literally takes less than sixty seconds to enter, and it's that easy. We love Prize Picks. We know you will too. So all first-time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On, and that's at Prize Picks promo code Locked On. Louis, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Chris. Uh, these two teams are a lot different than the last time we talked back in 2020. The Eagles 6-0 and now and apparently with a different franchise quarterback and Steelers 2-5 and with their rookie quarterback. So that's just the NFL. It really does stand for not for long for a reason. It, it, there's such parity in the league. Guys yeah. are all over the place. They're switching up. And you're right, because they last met in 2020. That was when Travis Fulgham came alive. and became Fulgham game, that's right. <laughs> that was pretty wild. And then it was also the Chase Claypool game, because he had four touchdowns. It was a wild time in the NFL then. But now, like you said, the shoes are on the other foot. The Steelers were the undefeated that time, the undefeated team that time. And now it's the Eagles who are the undefeated team. But I, I want to lead off with this, Louie, because this is pretty huge. Y'all, your team, the, the team that you cover, they went and got Robert Quinn. From the Bears. Yeah. And that's a big move in my eyes. I think so, too. The NFL trade deadline this coming Tuesday and the Eagles general manager, Howie Roseman, always looking to make trades. He's been doing that really since they won the Super Bowl in 2017. This past August, they traded for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. In the draft, they traded for A.J. Brown and they traded up for Jordan Davis. This is really what this team loves to do. And Robert Quinn, only one sack this year, but Chris, a calendar year ago, he had 18 and a half sacks. So you put that guy into rotation with Hassan Riddick, Josh Sweat, and Brandon Graham in that deep defensive line. I think it makes a lot of sense. And for only a fourth round pick, I think it's great value. They're going all in on a Super Bowl window. And again, going back to just two years ago in 2020, when the team won just four games, I can't believe we're talking about them in this situation with all this turnover. It is crazy to think about the, all the turnover they've had, but how they've been able to establish things. Yeah. And I, but I, I think it's 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 a commitment to certain players, keeping them around. You, you kept Fletcher Cox. You kept mm-hmm. Javon Hargrave. And then you added Jordan Davis. And then you were able to bring in Darius Slay, keep him around. And now you've got – you know, James Bradbury plays. So you got a great corner pair. You have a great defensive line, and it allows kind of everyone to kind of balance off them and on offense. You kept Jalen Hurts. A lot of people thought, oh, they should yeah. go get a new guy. Nope. They stuck with him. They gave him AJ Brown. They gave they gave him uh Devontae Smith. They kept Miles Sanders. They kept Lane Johnson. I think sticking to the right core guys has really worked out for the Eagles. As far as the Steelers side to this, I, I think that it's very interesting to be facing this defense. Um, you know, first I want to ask. From what you understand, will Robert Quinn play in this upcoming game? So I'm not sure right now if he's going to end up playing in this game. Even if he did, it would be on a pitch count. I'd imagine this team is still going to feature heavily Hassan Riddick on the edge, Josh Sweat, and Brandon Graham. Robert Quinn did play in a very similar scheme with the Chicago Bears last year. So, And, of course, is a 32-year-old veteran that's played in a lot of different defenses. So maybe he is ready to go Sunday. I would still predict probably the following week against Houston 
So regardless, this Eagles team has a lot of depth on the defensive line. So they're going to be okay regardless. I, I, I agree. They're going. They're going to be yeah. okay. Um, but I, I think this is a this is a big test for Kenny Pickett. He's faced mm-hmm. a lot of tough tests. I mean, his first start came against the Bills in Buffalo, and yeah. and, and they and the Steelers got slaughtered in in, in that in that fair. Uh, he's gone up against the Buccaneers defense. Uh, you know, he went up against the Jets, and they have a good record right now. Um, they faced the Dolphins in prime time last week, and now they face the undefeated Eagles. You know, a lot of people wondered in Pittsburgh if they should sit Kenny Pickett for this time, if they should let him just not have to make his first few starts against a gauntlet of winning teams uh, that, that the Steelers had. But they put him out there, and I, I think he's done okay at times. I think he's he's had some tough mistakes and tough moments, like the interception he threw at the end of the, the Dolphins game. Yeah. But at the same time, they want him to go through some growing pains to get those out of the way now. Uh, they want him to see him grow from it. And I guess my big thing to you, Louie, when I look at, you know, what the Eagles have done very well, when anyone targets uh, James Bradbury or Darius Slay, it's like, it's, it's a mistake because either one of them yeah. have been in position. They've been tough. And I think that they, the, the passer rating when throwing at either of them is in the thirties, but when you go after the Eagles safeties, it gets a lot better. What, is am I making something out of nothing here? Am I reading too much into just stats and a few highlights I've seen, or is the way to attack this Eagles defense down the middle? Yeah, I, I think I mean the Eagles defense has been very complete this year, mm-hmm. and even the safeties, Chauncey Garner Johnson has been a revelation. They traded for him right before the season in August. He's worn a lot of hats adjusting to this new scheme, and I thought I think he's been good. And Marcus Epps too, kind of a surprise good player this year. But yeah, I would say that's still the weak link of this defense. They have a great trio of cornerbacks. As you mentioned, Darius Slay and James Bradbury, two of the best corners in the league this year. Next Gen Stats actually has those two as the top two lockdown corners per a combination they look like of all it. their metrics. Yeah. And Avante Maddox in the slot's been just as good. It's going to be interesting to watch that Pitt matchup guy. of. Yeah, the, that's right, Pitt. And the <laughs> Eagles secondary against your young receivers, I think it's going to be a fun matchup to watch. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens. Looks like the real deal. Chris, I told a lot of uh, our listeners this on the show this week that normally if there's a receiver I don't like in the draft process and then the Pittsburgh Steelers take them, I always say, (laughs) oh, damn, I got that wrong. Like the Steelers know what they – when the Eagles were going through all those years of J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Jalen Rager, we kept saying on the show, can we just hire – anybody from the Steelers scouting department that's helping develop these receivers. So it's going to be a fun matchup, man. They, those are three good players too. Uh, they're good players. And I think that they're, they've gotten better too. George Pickens, I think is going to be the next superstar wide receiver that the Steelers the guy's have. body control is incredible. It's incredible. He's physical. He, and he's so tenacious. I can tell you like, Minka Fitzpatrick tests almost every offensive player that comes through in training camp. He gets yeah. in their face a little bit. He likes to like he just tests their metal. He did you know, when he did that to Chase Claypool. He kind of showed Chase Claypool who was boss because they they got into a fight and Minka Fitzpatrick won it handily. When he tested George Pickens, George Pickens was like, "Don't play with me," and I was like, and even Minka was like, "Okay, this guy's got a little bit of bite to him. I like him." And uh, I, I think the biggest thing is they got to find more ways to get him the football, but that's going to be a big test for Kenny Pickett. Can he make decisions against a defense that has been the best at creating turnovers? And, and on the flip side, can the Steelers create turnovers against the, the offense that's been the best at protecting the football? Uh, the Eagles have done so much right on both sides there. Yeah. And Chris, I meant to ask you to going back to Kenny Pickett, because I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers at two and five, did you expect them to be three games under 500 at this point last year? You look at, in the past few years, what they did with Ben Roethlisberger, consistently making the playoffs with strong defense, and you add Najee Harris last year, and you have a lot of those young pieces of receiver. 
I think a lot of people, even this year without big Ben with Trubisky or Pickett, they're like, is it that much of a downgrade? Is this team still going to compete? Kenny Pickett even was seen as the prospect this year with maybe the highest floor coming out of pit. So did you expect maybe to see this many growing pains and how is your evaluation bet of Pickett through a month? I mean, I think Kenny Pickett has been a has been a better decision maker than I think mm-hmm. most rookie quarterbacks would be in this situation. The Steelers just don't have an offensive identity, and he's yeah. been having to forge it. I didn't expect them to be this far below 500, but simply because I didn't think that T.J. Watt would miss the entire season so far. Of course, and yeah, and I mean, literally. The, the win they had against the Buccaneers two weeks ago was the first win they've ever had when T.J. Watt hasn't played a game since wow. 2017. And that's like that was like the 10th attempt that they've had. So it's like yeah. they've they, – they, he is so important. And that's why like, when I told people, like, that guy needs to be defensive MVP last year – People didn't understand that without him, they would have been they would have had a top five pick in the NFL draft, and he turned them into a playoff team. And I truly think if he plays this, if he played all the games this year, they probably beat the Patriots, they probably beat yeah. the Jets, they probably beat the Dolphins because he's worth that. He and, and it's not just him; he gets the rest of the pass rush going because teams have to focus on him so much, and he still gets through, and that allows the rest of the defense to kind of find find their way through in the pass rush. Uh, I mean, literally. This is the Steelers are ranked in the middle part of the league with, you know, in sacks for the last five years, Louie, when since TJ Watt joined the team, they have led the league in sacks. Like that's, that is how dominant he's been without him. They have not been that, that same great defense, but I will say they are getting better. They've, they've started to get a lot sharper on defense and without even the pass rush getting home. I'll get to that more in the second segment. We start to talk about matchups, but first, we got to talk to you guys about our great sponsors at Bird Dogs. Now, if you don't know about Bird Dogs, Bird Dogs have high-quality pants, shorts, and joggers of all sorts with great options to wear as you're getting closer, closer and closer to winter uh, in this fall season. I'm a big fan of their new sweatpants because they're super comfortable and they're the perfect thing to wear at home when I'm watching Game Field and looking at the All-2022 or 2022 22 thank you uh but but bird dogs has plenty of things to wear for when you're going out too they have high quality golf pants they have joggers if you like to, if you see yourself working out and they have high they're a higher quality than lululemon and they come about 20 dollars less they, they also have shorts for those people who like to wear shorts outside when it's cold louie do you wear shorts in the cold because that's weird man and i'm in buffalo new york but uh bird dogs i'd wear for sure with that extra lining Absolutely. That's the thing. They got lining in everything that they wear, and that helps make them make them look better, feel better, and they're all still so comfortable. So go to birddogs.com right now and enter promo code locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N locked on, and they'll throw in a free bird dogs rope hat. Again, that's birddogs.com, promo code locked on, and boom, a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs, sweatpants, golf pants, joggers, and or shorts will be right at your door. These are the most comfortable pants with built-in liners, and you will not want to take these things off. I promise you. We're also brought to you by Blue Now. Now, if you don't know about Blue Now, Blue Now is the number one place that you got to go for quality jewelry. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone, you can find jewelry for the moment as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Now has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on on hand 24 7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every every budget make your moment sparkle with jewelry from bluenow.com and locked on listeners will get up to 50 dollars off purchases or of 500 or more this product exclusive includes man includes engagement so be sure to to check it out use that promo code locked on and that's code locked on plus every order is insured ships free 
and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Steelers your first listen each and every day for your second listen. Check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Louis DiBiase of Lockdown Eagles. He's Chris Carter of Lockdown Steelers. Eagle Steelers this Sunday at 1 o'clock at Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles are undefeated 6-0 for the first time since 2004 and the Steelers find themselves in a hole here at two and five, you know, a tough loss with TJ Watt getting injured week one, a rookie quarterback and Kenny Pickett, two very different teams from the last time they saw each other, Chris in 2020 and getting into the matchups here. You know, we talked about Kenny Pickett to end that first segment. And I feel like that's obviously going to be a key is the rookie mm-hmm. quarterback against a ferocious defensive line that even if they don't have newly acquired trade piece Robert Quinn they still have a deep seven to eight man rotation that's top the league in sacks this year they are also atop the league in turnovers it's going to be an interesting battle last year the Eagles found themselves in a two and five hole coming out of the bye week and the reason they won seven of their last nine to make the postseason they really did kind of thrive against quarterbacks with less than 32 career starts so in five games down the stretch that they won against young quarterbacks Chris those quarterbacks only averaged a 61.5% completion percentage, under 200 passing yards a game, 5.4 yards per reception, six total touchdowns, and six interceptions. So the Eagles kind of feasted off these kind of quarterbacks. It'll be an interesting test for Pickett for sure. It certainly will. And it's interesting because you look at Kenny Pickett and you look at the overall, you know, how the, how those games have gone. You know, he's thrown seven interceptions and only two yeah. touchdowns. But he, but he also has a completion percentage of 68.5%. He gets the ball out on time. He's able to find guys, but he's still finding out where he fits in this Steelers offense. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of times, and I, I talk about this all the time when I watch this All-22, he makes a good a good read, but sometimes there's a better read that he passed up on that would have made, made for a, a bigger play down the field. And I think that's one of the things that's holding back the Steelers offense is that they they lack the big plays right now. They don't have the explosive plays. And they have the thing is, they're built with explosive players. Deontay Johnson has great separation. Chase Claypool, when he hits full speed, he is tough to catch. And George Pickens, who he's been a monster whenever you give him yeah. the opportunity. And that still doesn't talk about Pat Fryermuth or Najee Harris. They have playmakers. It's just been tough to, for him to kind of feel his way out to get them playing. And that's why I, I just – this week is such a challenge because you're facing an Eagles defense that, cre- that that is great at creating turnovers. They're great at, at, at stopping the pass. They're great at pre- bringing pressure. And they've been really good at stopping the run. Louis, is there a weakness to the Steelers, to the to this Eagles defense? Because they have so many good parts to them. I don't mean to come off as a homer, but right now, no. I mean, the Eagles have only struggled when they beat themselves. I will say one key, especially for a rookie quarterback, to keep a defense like this on their heels, a team that's so opportunistic and get to the quarterback really whenever they want, is it's not just the quarterback. It's the success of Najee Harris. The Eagles, one thing, Chris, they have not been good at consistently this year is bringing running backs to the ground. Their tackling in the open field has been an issue. You saw that week one against DeAndre Swift and the Lions. You saw that last week against Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys. I would even say, say against Arizona and you know Benjamin, they struggled in that area. So they've been pretty good against the run this year consistently, but there's times where 
some teams can get back into games because of a lack of tackling. So a key for the Eagles and the Steelers is going to be that battle between, you know, we already mentioned the defensive line and the secondary against Kenny Pickett and those weapons, but Najee Harris against the likes of Jordan Davis, the rookie defensive tackle, who's been really good against the run and linebackers like TJ Edwards and Kazir White. I think that's going to be a, a big test to see who really wins that battle on that side of the ball. I, I hear you on that part because it's 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 finding those matchups, and I just I'm not sure what matchups the Steelers try to pick at. But I mean, again, when I look at the the, the construction of this defense, you know, you got again, you know, on the edges, you got you got Slay and you got mm-hmm. Bradbury, you know, right. down you know down the sidelines, you got Hassan Riddick, you 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 have Brandon Graham. I mean, the the middle of the defensive line is is still crazy because when I mean, you got Jordan Davis coming off the bench, that's ridiculous. When, but I mean, yeah. hey, when you got when you got Fletcher Cox and, and Javon Hargrave. I mean, that's what he's got to do. Uh, but I will say say this. You know, I look at Marcus Epps, uh, you know, Gonder Johnson, um, and, you know, and I, I say, like, maybe, maybe they can get some things going there, you know, and, and try to find mismatches or just, you know, them maybe being a little bit too aggressive to stop the run. But the Steelers, I'll tell you right now, Louie, and this favors the Eagles by a lot, um, the, the Steelers have not – if there's if there's an ultimate weakness to the Steelers' offense, it's finding the middle part of the field because that seems to be where they have not been able to attack consistently. And I've said it for weeks that it has to be something that changes. Kenny Pickett's gotten better at it. Like Mitch yeah. Trubisky would avoid it like the plague. Ben Roethlisberger avoided it like the plague. Kenny Pickett's been better at it, but he still has to be better at it for this offense to actually be functional. And I want to say one thing I want to say too about this match between the Eagles defense and the Steelers offense. The Eagles defense comes out flying the first half of games, but you've seen teams kind of claw their way back in the second half. And I feel like sometimes the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, can come in with a more conservative approach. So if the Steelers can just hang in there in the third or fourth quarter. There's times where the Eagles call off the dogs, maybe a little bit too early when it comes to blitzes and just how they use soft coverage, even with these really good corners. Last year, they didn't do that against quarterbacks that are inexperienced like Kenny Pickett. It was against more of the better quarterbacks that they really got more conservative. But this year, I've noticed at times there's a lull sometimes in that approach in the second half. So the key for the Eagles defense, I think, is just pedal to the metal when you have – to me, I would say it's a mismatch against Kenny Pickett. I think the Eagles defense certainly does have the advantage. And then, Chris, for the Eagles offense against the Steelers defense, I think the turnover battle is going to be key. The Eagles have the best turnover differential in the NFL this year. Yep. For the Steelers, especially without T.J. Watt, I think being opportunistic, and the Eagles have a ton of talent on offense, that, that's going to be crucial. It's going to be very crucial. I mean, and, and like last week, the Steelers have been in position. They just haven't made plays. Yeah. Like uh, last week against Tua, they dropped four interceptions. I mean, some of them right into their hands. Like, yeah. like they, they did everything right. They read the play. They fooled him. They got the right coverage disguise. And then they just let the ball hit the ground. It was just like, come on, guys. But I, I do think that that's a, that's a, you're right. That's a huge part of this. I have to ask this question, too, mm. about the, you know, with, I asked about the weaknesses on the, on the defense. If there's a part of this offensive line to attack, who is it? Because, like, the last couple weeks, you know, last week they went up Liam Eisenberg for the Dolphins. The week before that, they went against Luke Gadecki uh, of the Buccaneers. And this defense, while they, the defense isn't getting after the quarterback the same way they are, they're still success. They're, they're, they're getting by, you know, they're changing the line of scrimmage. Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, they've been a good one-two punch. Alex Highsmith has, has still been a, a threat. He's among the top sack producers in the NFL this year. Is there a spot on on this offensive line that you're kind of like looking at and being like, I don't know about about that just yet? 
In a four-man pass rush, I'm not sure without T.J. Watt, the Eagles' offensive line has been incredible this year. Mm -hmm. You look at – there hasn't really been a weak link. Even the right guard spot is where I thought maybe there could be some issues this year. Brandon Brooks retires. Isaac Sayamalu coming off a Liz Frank injury. He was normally a left guard, but because Landon Dickerson played so well last year, he's entrenched in that spot. So Sayamalu moves over to the right. Coming off a serious injury, he's been lights out. Lane Johnson's been great. Jason Kelsey – Jordan Maialata and Dickerson. But one key area the Eagles have struggled with protection, and some of this is on the offensive line, but some of it's on Jalen Hurts just finding the open man too and also just hot reads and the coaches maybe not having the right concepts to answer against the blitz. So, Chris, I'm not Mm. sure if the Steelers use the blitz a lot on defense, but Philadelphia has really struggled to stop the blitz the last few weeks. And that's also how teams have gotten back in these games when the Eagles build a big lead in the second quarter. They have to figure that out. And I do wonder how Pittsburgh will attack them in that way. I'd be very curious as well because the Steelers, uh, they've won a lot of games without having to bring the blitz. And I think mm-hmm. they've re- that's allowed them to rely on their coverage, their linebackers, their safeties, their corners to all kind of work in tandem. That's how they kind of got they, – they, they were able to overcome the Buccaneers. That was how they were honestly getting – you know, containing the, the Dolphins. A lot of people thought the Dolphins were going to just throw all over them, and they were able to find ways to win. Uh, but I do think that'll be interesting. Do the Steelers dial up the blitz in this one? It's going to be huge. Eagles Steelers this Sunday at one o'clock at Lincoln Financial Field. Chris and I will get into some predictions coming up next. This is Crossover Thursday, Locked On Eagles and Locked On Steelers. And guys, today's show is sponsored by Simply Safe. All right, here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. This is why we use trust. We, this is why we use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So you always know your home is safe. I love their advanced technology, whether it's controlling your system from your phone with their app, watching the crystal clear HD live stream from your security cameras or the wide variety of high tech sensors. It makes you feel safe. With 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment. A threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room to detect motion that only alerts you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Back here on Crossover Thursday, I'm Chris Carter with Locked On Steelers. He's Louis DiBiase from from Locked On Eagles. Louis, I always like to before we get into like official predictions and everything, yeah. I, I like to talk a little bit more about what could be turning points in 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 each game because it's it's one thing to give your score prediction and you can kind of gloss over things, but we've talked about matchups that we're looking at at here, but. What are things that you've seen, like the way how games have played out for the Eagles and things? What what's a moment that you think? leads to that prediction because like for like for me each week I you know if I'm looking at who's going to win I look at their strengths I look at the team's weaknesses and I see when's that cracking point going to happen that that we that strength turns the other team's weakness or a strength beats another team's strength and becomes the factor that turns the game in that team's in, in that team's favor 
is the is there a factor that you're really keying in on this week for the Eagles? Yeah, I'm just really watching how they come out of the second half. I think the third quarter performances the Eagles have had has been just not great. And they're so far, Chris, through six games, they're the highest scoring second quarter offense in NFL history. Wow. They have been dominant heading into second halves. And a lot of the time they start with the ball in the third quarter. But again, it just feels like almost they like empty the tank in the second quarter and need an entire quarter to rebuild, if you know what I mean. And I feel like sometimes they get too conservative on defense. The offense struggles to protect against the blitz and teams get more aggressive when they're down by multiple scores. So really just keeping their foot on the gas pedal in the third quarter is going to be key because although I respect a lot of what the Steelers roster has on both sides of the football, there's a reason they've been able to elevate okay to not great quarterback play over the last few years, right? Big Ben was a shell of who he used to be. Um, But without TJ Watt with the inexperienced quarterback of Kenny Pickett against a very talented defense with all the weapons the Eagles offense has as well. I think they should win this game. Uh, It's just, again, not beating yourselves is going to be the the crucial part. And again, that really is highlighted in the third quarter. That's when teams are getting back in these football games. If the Steelers are going to get back in this football game or be in this football game at all, they're going to have to hit on some chunk plays. And they haven't done that uh, really nearly enough in this season. They've had a lot of their drives have had to be kind of piecemeal, like dink and dunk, work your way down the field. And, Kenny Pickett so far has been good for one of those a game. You know, he's been able to work his way, have a consistent drive. He did one against the Jets. He did one against the Buccaneers. He did one against the Dolphins. He's he's gotten those off. But the problem is that he can't do it consistently. And that's what happens with rookie quarterbacks. But one thing that has to come from this game is they got to get chunk plays. And as I said before, they got some of these chunk plays might have to come up the middle, hit some seams, test those safeties, test those linebackers, force them to be home and yeah. and, and and make some plays. And I think that if the Steelers have, have a chance in this game, it's that they rattle off a few of those on offense and then the defense kind of keeps the lid on the Eagles offense they say hey if you're going to score you're going to take a long time to do it you're not going to get just Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown just streaking down the field for long gains that's where I think that the Steelers have to hold on to hope but I'm with you I I think there's just way too many things that work in the Eagles favor right now they're coming off a bye week they're at home. The Steelers, in general, they they haven't won in Philly, Philadelphia since the '60s. Um, you know, I know. The, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. And then and on the flip side, Philly doesn't win. It hasn't won in Heinz Field, which is now Acrisure Stadium yet. So it's, yeah, it's a very weird relationship there. But again, I just I look at you, you're, they have been able to generate a pass rush when TJ Watson. Kenny Pickett is still learning who he is, and he's going up against the team that has created the most turnovers in the NFL. And the Steelers' defense, I think, keeps the Eagles in check for a long. Like this, I don't think this is a blowout right away, mm. but I think that as the game goes on, Kenny Pickett makes the mistakes that rookie quarterbacks make. The, the Eagles prove to be opportunistic, and that's the and that's yep. the turning point in this game. What's your final score, though, Louis? So I think in this one, you know, around I'll say thirty to. 30 to 20. I feel like that's maybe an interesting line there. I think the Eagles consistently are scoring, you know, 25 plus points a game. Again, that second half is sometimes when teams get back into it. So um, it's going to be interesting. I definitely think they're going to win this game. Uh, Chris, looking at the bet online numbers, our official sports book of the lockdown Mm -hmm. podcast network, the Eagles right now, 10 and a half point favorites. The over under is 43 points. Um, I, I think again, money line, you're taking the Eagles. Do you take the Steelers to cover though? I feel like you you could take the Eagles and the points in this one. I'm yeah. taking I'm taking the I'm taking the Steelers to cover in this game yeah. simply for this reason. 
I think the Steelers, I think the the Steelers defense does the job to keep the Eagles from just blowing them out the, do- the doors. Out. Like, I don't think there's going to be some 97 yard touchdown like they gave up to Gabe Davis uh, in, in this in this game from when they mm-hmm. played the Bills. I think the defense is is better. They kind of keep them on the field more, and they they force e- any touchdown drive the Eagles get. They're going to have to earn. I also think that the Steelers offense. With Kenny Pickett, the one thing that they have improved on is their time of possession. They were the second worst team in the NFL when it came to time of possession when Kenny Pickett came in. They're not they haven't climbed too much, but in the games that he's started in, they've at least they've either been they've either led in time of possession or they've been very close to it. They, it's been pretty much even keel. And I think be, with that, it's gonna it's gonna force the Eagles to have to be efficient on offense. And I think coming out of the bye, they, they might have some hiccups that here and there. I'm not sure if they'll turn the ball over, but I think that there'll be some times that the Steelers defense again keeps them in it. But I do think the Steelers find a way to cover. I'm going I'm going with 27-17 Eagles. I think that that the Steelers uh, the Steelers offense like they, they'll they'll get a couple plays here and there and they'll they'll able to kind of like you know surprise some people at moments. But ultimately you're gonna be having a, a game where uh, Kenny Pickett's going to have to be very careful with the football, and then when he has to be aggressive, it's going to backfire because that Eagles yeah. t- defense is just too opportunistic. It's going to be interesting, Chris. Um, the Battle of Pennsylvania is always an intriguing matchup between the Eagles and Steelers. I'll tell you one thing. It used to be a lot harder to, to play Pittsburgh, you know, knowing they had six rings and Philadelphia kind of felt like the uh, – the, the ugly duckling of Pennsylvania, if you will, the, the little brother. And so at least I got the one ring out of the way in 2017. So I feel like it's, it's a lot easier to play Pittsburgh, but it's going to be a fun matchup for sure. It is going to be a fun matchup. So do check that out, y'all. It's going to be a fun one in Philly this weekend. Steelers, Eagles, and don't, don't, don't stop listening to us because we got a whole other episode on both of our channels coming up on Friday. So, so do check out Louie with Locked on Eagles. Louie, thanks so much for doing the crossover Thursday with me. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun to do with you. Let people know they can find you, follow you and get more of your work. Yeah. You can check out Locked on Eagles on all podcast platforms and on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at Locked on Birds at DBLOE. Chris, uh, you know, maybe we'll be talking again before the next matchup in four years. I'm, I'm not sure. The division matchup thing is how we're, we're talking again two years later. So hopefully we'll talk soon. It is weird. Like, you know, you <laughs> right? said that, oh, we haven't seen each other in four years. I'm like, bro, that was two years ago. I was, I was, I'm not that old. Uh, that's right. But, but, uh, <laughs> but, but that's where that's where it's at, though. Like, you know, I think it is kind of cool that they've added this in because, you know, there, there are times like, man, like you play a division and you're like, I don't yeah. get to see these two teams match up for four that's years. Right. That's rough. So this is kind of cool to see this uh, as a person who went to Cheney University, the first HBCU, which is right outside of Philly. Uh, you know, I trust me, I. I I have a lot of experience with Eagles fans, and I have a lot of Eagles fans that text me every week about 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 the Steelers and the Eagles and where they are. So this is always fun for me too to sure. see this. I'm Chris Carter of Lockdown Steelers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can check out my show just like you check out Louis' show. With, you know they got that Lockdown Steelers and Lockdown Eagles all on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Like this video if you saw it on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episode, your teams every day breaking down your favorite team, the Steelers or the Eagles. You can also read my work at. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, where I cover Pitt Athletics. They've got a big game against North Carolina in the ACC this weekend. It's going to be a fun one to cover. Again, check out both of our shows on Friday, wrapping up the week and getting you ready for this big game. From Chris and Louie, we'll see you there.